Welcome to Taiwan Talk. I'm your host, Alex Lewis. This week, we have part one of a three-part series on Greenpeace Taiwan. For this opening episode, we speak to Anne Lee, the project manager of the Greenpeace Energy Team. This talk will focus on energy, but Anne will also give us a brief overview on Greenpeace. My name is Anne Lee. Um, I'm the project manager of energy team in Greenpeace Taipei office. And Greenpeace is an international environmental organization which um, started since 1971. Um, it's already more than 40-ish years old. Um, and we operate in more than 40 countries for, uh, slash regions in the world. We work on um, issues across climate change and energy transition, um, sustainable agriculture, um, food and food safety, and also uh, forest and ocean preservation for uh, biodiversity. And we also work on um, all kinds of industrial pollutions and uh, waste, like consumption waste. Uh, so it's a very wide-ranging. How about in Taiwan? What are some of the bigger issues that Taiwan faces in terms of sustainability and uh, environmental change? Yeah. Uh, so in Taiwan office, we focus on three main issues. Energy transition and um, ocean preservation. And also we focus on plastic pollution, ocean plastics mostly. Can you please talk about the progress that Taiwan has made in terms of uh, the energy transition as well as, the, I guess, the ocean and the plastics? I think in general, Taiwan, um, the society, the people have high awareness on environmental issues. And I think people really care about the air quality. So air pollution really gets people's attention and also you can tell like more and more people bring their own containers or their own cups um, so they don't have to consume disposable plastic wastes. So it also means people really care about um, waste collection. Taiwan has probably the highest um, waste collection rate in the world and that means our recycling is do, has been doing a relatively good job in the first stage and that means we have to work more to get better progress on the um, after collected how do we really treat and reuse those materials so I think the society has a pretty high awareness and that means our policy or regulation has to be um, changed maybe be, be to be more advanced and that means the government should have this determination and the courage to make it's probably a paradigm shift economically uh, politically and social okay. how does greenpeace exert pressure to keep taiwan on track uh, in terms of either just keeping the conversation on uh, renewable energies or through policy or anything like that? We have to do it in, in many ways, in, in various ways at the same time. So you're right, we have to talk to people about how this transition can and will happen. Uh, what is renewable energy and what does it mean for people to use renewable energy? What's it, what, is it, what is it like? 
And we have to also talk to policymakers to make energy relevant regulations, policies more useful for people and also to get more space for the public to participate. Because it really takes people power for renewable energy to develop. It's not like we used to um, use coal or nuclear with a a big um, area of land to build um, a big scale of power plant. But renewable energy is not like that. So it can be small scale but diverse. It can be more adapted to our daily life. And that's what we are talking also talking to the policymakers, not to make renewable energy too capitalized. Um, and also, we push um, corporate leaders really hard because they have the um, they're sitting in the position, standing in the position to um, take lead in the, in the society to use renewable energy or to build renewable energy in, uh, infrastructure. So we basically um, communicating in, in this three channels. Okay. Uh, you mentioned the corporate leaders. How do you kind of uh, push them towards uh, more sustainability? Like, how, like, what's the incentive for them to listen to Greenpeace? At the, at the beginning, we have to push them pretty hard. Like, um, back to a couple of years ago, we started to communicate with the IT sector slash um, electronics because they consume a lot of uh, energy and they also make products affect, which I should say, shape everyone's life. Um, So they have the influence. And at the beginning, we, we want them, we demand them to get greater transparency on their energy policy and also their um, carbon emission from their own operation and their supply chain. So in, in that case, they have, this company have to seek ways to reduce their carbon emission because uh, they have the social responsibility to uh, reduce their carbon footprint, not to uh, take the world one step further in, in, in climate change. Right? And then by that time, renewable energy has been also developed quite fast and it soon become a economically very competitive um, electricity source compared to fossil fuel. So for um, corporate leaders, it's, it gradually makes more sense for them to shift to use renewable energy because they can sign power purchasing agreement with renewable energy developers um, with the uh, flat price of electricity for them that's a that's a good um, commercial deal good in terms for business um, so now that we we know uh, Apple has committed to and also achieved the goal of um, 100% renewable energy on their own operation and they're also working with their suppliers around the world to facilitate and help them to use renewable energy locally uh, Google also has the same goal. We see Facebook, Microsoft has been catching up. Um, Taiwan has been really uh, strong in electronic manufacturing. Uh, many of 
Apple's suppliers are Taiwanese companies. So we hope that、um, through our work, we can also、um, leverage this international trend of corporate using renewable energy to、um, to help those、uh, Taiwan's companies to、uh, shift to renewables. Uh, what are some ways that Greenpeace is working towards、um, these three goals that it has here in Taiwan? We are、uh, working very hard to channel Taiwan's energy transition program to use renewable energy to、uh, to replace fossil fuel. As you might know, that Taiwan has this、uh, energy transition programs kicked off in 2016. Which aim to get a milestone、uh, by 2025 to reduce coal from 45 percent to 30 percent, and to increase renewables from 5 percent now to 20 percent, and to use 50 percent、um, natural gas. Also, the nuclear now it's like 10, uh, 11 percent、uh, will reduce to zero by. 2025, and that's the national program. So our goal is to make to put renewables in the center of this、uh, energy transition in Taiwan because now that the planet is facing a serious threat of extreme climate events like hurricanes, super typhoons, environment is telling us that we have we're running out of time. So we have to. Do a massive scale energy transition to use renewables to replace fossil fuels. So we're really working really hard to、um, drive Taiwan to this toward this direction.、Okay. And how confident should we, the public, be、uh, in the government to reach that goal of being,、uh, I guess, the the percentage goals in 2025? We see the government already have a plan to build. Electricity、um, infrastructure to reach the 2025 goal.、Uh, by 2025 goal, we're talking about 20% of renewable energy, and <clears throat> it's mostly solar and offshore wind. We read from the news that、um, Taiwan will have 20 gigawatt of solar, and there have、uh, there are big. Number of money invested、uh, from from abroad, from、um, mostly European companies on offshore wind.、Uh, that was a big news. And so, what we want and what we think the government should work harder on is not to get big scale renewable energy, electricity infrastructure.、Uh, not just do that, N- and. They have to also pay more attention on the intrinsic of renewable energy is diversified. So people have to take part in renewable energy, not just big money investment or not just a big power plant. Not again,、um, and that way, not Taiwan can not just reach the twenty percent goal by twenty twenty five. Also. Our people can really take part in renewable energy, so that、uh, development would be、uh, more environmentally 
friendly. I was going to say. So uh, you mentioned earlier that uh, here in Taiwan, people are are very aware of um, sustainability issues and their impact on the environment. How do you feel Greenpeace is supported by the Taiwanese people? Like, do you see a lot of support for Greenpeace? Do you see a lot of people, you know, donating money? Like, what's uh, what's it like? People Power has always been the center of Green, Greenpeace's work. We think, like, especially in this age, in, in this era, um, everyone has the power to make change, to influence the society, to make how and what life we want to have, and what kind of environment that we want to hand into our next generation. So, for example, like uh, the energy works that we are doing, um, we just mobilized more than uh, I think twelve hundred and seven thousand people to sign up for a petition to stop. Uh, the government from building a new coal power plant, uh, which the power plant it was planned to operate by 2025. That's absurd. Um, we also work very hard to engage and mobilize people to be uh, more progressive on changing their daily life. Just a little bit change of not depend too much on the convenience of using disposable plastic bags or plastic containers or plastic um, stores, but instead use your own containers, use your own cups. Um, just a little bit change can make a lot of influence on the on the environment. from Greenpeace in a month or so. Thanks to Anne for talking to us, and thank you for listening to Taiwan Talk. I'm Alex Lewis.